Uh, hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Charles Farham's Brewery Resource Roadshows. We're online again, as we've been in the past few uh, roadshow events. Um, I'm delighted today to be uh, um, welcoming uh, Gino Bart from Fermentis. Uh, Gino, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Hi, Paul. Excellent. Great to see you. And uh, Gino, for those of uh, our guests who uh, don't know you, perhaps you could introduce yourself and say a little bit about what you do at Fermentis. So I'm I'm Gino. Uh, I've been with Fermentis for uh, almost four years now. Um, I work in Northern Europe where I do sales and also technical support, mainly for brewers uh, because uh, brewing is also my own first love, uh, but also other beverages, uh, cider, spirits, um, and even wine is popping up a little bit uh, in Northern Europe because, you know, that's the benefit of the climate change probably the only one but uh, <laughs> grapes are, are also growing now uh, even in the uk so it, it, what do you travel a lot in your in, in your role yeah normally i travel uh, i travel a lot uh, at least 50 percent of the time uh, i'm uh, on the road so uh, not only uk but uh, ireland holland belgium uh, scandinavia and the baltic states uh, Iceland is also part of my zone, but I, I never got there so far because it's expensive traveling. Uh, and uh, so first, I need to have some uh, some uh, cool customers over there. I have some, but they're too small to go to visit uh, at the moment. But maybe uh, you know when it's all opening up again, it will be one of my first trips, and I will make a long one to make a nice tour and and, and visit the scenery of Iceland. That's the benefit of uh, of of being of the road and being on the road. It's also to see the country and experience a little bit of the culture. Very nice, very nice. That's what I do a lot also in the UK eh? when I when I visit. I always try to to combine it with to go to a concert or or visit a museum or you know a winery or a distillery or a brewery. It's that's always uh, the big fun. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. So, so obviously, the last uh, twelve months we've been um, locked down and and uh, uh, struggling to uh, to cope. What have you been up to during during that time? Quite a lot, actually. So, I've been uh, uh, doing a lot of webinars in uh, in in my region. Uh, I think a total of around thirty five webinars, um, wow. mainly focused on beer, all different kind of subjects, and I got a lot of. Uh, people in the classroom I, as i as i call it it's uh i i had more than uh, 3000 i think 3267 or something in total uh, uh people brewers uh, that uh, that joined the webinars That's massive great. amount of questions afterwards always so it kept me uh, rather busy um and it also brought in a lot of new contacts which is obviously lovely and then uh, at home, I, uh, because, you know, like most of us, we have to stay at home and uh, inside. I did a lot of experiment, experimenting with uh, my own brewery, uh, made a lot of brews, uh, a lot of different uh, beers, uh, also complex beers. I made, uh, for instance, a, a, a gluten-free sorghum beer, oh, uh, which didn't came out really nice, actually, but... Uh, it was too. Uh, I, it, it should have been a lager, but I, I fermented it at a little bit too high temperature. Uh, filtration was horrible, uh, but it was a good experience. Just to you know, it took <laughs> seconds. 
yeah, it, it took like seven hours or something to uh, to, to filter uh, what was it twenty two liters. <laughs> so that was a that was an experience. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I, I use obviously also a lot of uh, uh, some of the new products that, that we uh, we brought on the market also to get some experience on hand because or hands on um, because that always helps if you want to uh, you know explain to uh, to others uh, how does it work is it. Is it fast? Is it slow? If you talk from own experience, it, it always helps. And it's always interesting yeah. also to, to come up with a nice beverage. So I made uh, a lot of ciders. Uh, actually, I sent Will a bottle uh, for tasting. He enjoyed it a lot. Okay, he didn't uh, tell us about that, so we... No, no. <laughs> I had to send it to his home address. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and now I made uh, the ciders from our new, four new cider yeasts. Um, uh, they are not ready yet because I'm uh, making them uh, the Champenoise style, traditional. Uh, yeah. So I'm turning bottles now every day, wow. quarter for the coming, I, I think, two or three months or so uh, to get all the residue uh, down. And then I will, uh, I will freeze the neck and pop off the, pop off the, the cork and then put in a new cork. To remove all uh, all the sediment to get really a, a clear, uh, you know, bright sparkling cider. Very nice. Actually, I dried dry hopped them all. Oh wow! Uh, because okay. I, I I don't like um, cider personally a lot. So you know, since I make the more than a hundred liters, I figured I have to <laughs> I have to make something that I, I like and I like hops. Uh, you know, I I love hops. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. Uh, I massively dry hopped it, and uh, I hope it it didn't get too bitter because even if it's dry hopped in a in a very you know uh, in a drink like a cider which has another really strong full body base yeah uh, you 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 easily pick up also some bittering uh, some bitter notes so i hope i did not overdo it but i can only tell in a few months um uh, th th these four uh, ciders are very different um so it's one of them is is very fruity. Uh, it's it's called the, the tutti frutti yeast, the TF6, and um, so I'm quite curious about that. Then we have the classic, which is more the, the balanced cider, dry, um, uh, with not you know a, a, an extreme uh, flavor mm -hmm. note. Um, uh, uh, maybe a little bit uh, uh, like yeah, it has some citrus. It has some exotic fruits. Uh, some floral notes obviously apple comes through but 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 for this one it's it's not extreme and then we have um, one that is a uh, very floral a new one ac4 which um, which really brings out uh, the, the floral notes the most so it's it's a different experience if you drink it you also smell it uh, <clears throat> a nice uh, nice uh, flowery note and then we have one uh, which is a little bit more sweet, uh, AS2, um, which brings out a lot of citrus, uh, more than expected. Uh, um, actually, that's the one I tasted uh, because, you know, I could not fill everything for this one. So I, I, I filled some small beer bottles and I couldn't resist and I opened them. So these <laughs> are quite citrusy. Um, I'm not sure if it's all from these because, as I mentioned, it's dry hop. So it's a lot of hops is also coming through. And also a little bit of bitterness, so we'll see how that uh, cleans up uh, in in a few months. That's fascinating. 
Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then I also made um, uh, a Brut IPA, also a champagne style. This is only uh, has already been like four months or so, so it's almost done. Okay. I'm almost ready to uh, to pop off the lid and you know remove uh, the sediment. And then uh, the samples I had from that one were really, really nice, uh, really dry, uh, very fruity, uh, <clears throat> as it should be, actually. So I'm quite um, proud of, about that one. And which yeast did you did, use in there, Gina? Uh, for the Brut IPA, it's uh, it's um, uh, the, the uh, soft brew, uh, uh, which one? L, uh, DA16. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm, I, I was thinking because in my mind, there's another yeast, which is just new. It will pop up tomorrow on social media. Maybe okay. I can, uh, I can, I can give a scoop here or not. A scoop? Yeah. Well, it won't go out <laughs> yeah. until after this, this anyway. So, we're okay. Uh, so, okay. So, uh, we have a new one. It's, uh, it's the LD20, uh, which is, uh, it's, it's also yeast enzyme combination and, um, uh, it's for uh, for low carb uh, um, dry lager beers. Uh, we think this is a, a style that will uh, will develop quite fast over time, a, a little bit following this the seltzer trend. But uh, many brewers that that make seltzer, and we already have quite a lot of people that make hard seltzer with uh, with uh, the NEB3 we have, spring from NEB3 product. It, it works like a shine, but a lot of brewers, you know, like working with malt, <laughs> like working with hops. So they want to have something, you know, in line. Can we make some? So we got those questions. Can we make something, you know, low carb, but still, you know, a little bit more related to beer? So that's why uh, we are coming with this uh, brand new product. I didn't test it yet, but I've been reading about it today. And that's why it was, it was in my mind. Uh, Sometimes you mix up a little bit the numbers, you know. <laughs> so this one is called LD20. The other one for the Brut IPA was a DA16. Okay. And then uh, what I've also been doing is uh, is exploring a little bit more uh, the spirit side. Uh, I uh, I got some uh, sugarcane molasses uh, to uh, to make rum. Uh, I, I wow. get quite a lot of questions. Uh, uh, about rum, a lot of brewers are now also making rums uh, as a, on the side because obviously this is quite shelf stable uh, and, and it's uh, it's really high value. I would say you can keep it a long time. So uh, brewers kept on going with the making spirits. So uh, I thought let's have a go at it, and um, I made three different ones and distilled them all, and it's all still fractionated because. Honestly, I'm not very experienced in spirits uh, as a taster because I don't drink a lot of spirits myself. Uh, I'm not a real spirits person, uh, so uh, it's it's. Uh, I I don't know if it's good or not. It's, it's uh, the base, so the hearts the hearts uh, uh, taste quite nice, and then the heads and the tails. Uh, some of them, uh, I think, the the, the the last fraction of the heads is really nice, and the first fraction of the tails brings some some multi. Multi-character, but all the other fractions, I would not put it in the final right. uh, right. But but it's so that's something I have been exploring, um, uh, mainly also working with uh, with my distiller, uh, distilling equipment to see okay what is a good temperature, uh, how fast should I do it? I've been distilling before, but just for neutral alcohol, 
And uh, so you just then switch it on and leave it, keep it going until uh, the temperature is, uh, is boiling point uh, and then uh, you stop. Um, but now I really did a bit of, you know, short temperature steps, so one degree and then the fraction that one degree uh, higher fraction that and then see if the column temperature comes down, I have the full fraction. So it's, it's, it was quite, uh, uh, you know, big fun actually just to learn a little yeah, bit more imagine. also uh, about uh, about distilling yeah yeah i made some uh, some hop extracts with uh, you know with the alcohol i i made and uh, those are quite uh, uh, interesting also uh, they're quite uh, bitter i didn't expect that uh, so if you leave it uh, for quite a long time it's they get really bitter yeah um, i thought i would only get uh, the flavor you know to uh, to do a kind of like drop in but so far i've i've have i've not been successful you know with making something that is uh, really nice uh, so <laughs> I, I i i figured it would be better to to start with something simple like fruit you know uh, get a citrus or, or or an orange and and try to uh, you know get the notes from that to uh, to touch up some beers um it sounds so, like you've been experimenting on lots of things there as well Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah, and I, and I'm growing hops, as you know. So yeah. uh, the first the first shoots are out in my garden. I'm very, very happy. Good. Very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's uh, uh, the the last year's harvest I didn't use because I I dried too fast, so they all turned brownish, uh, which I know I I don't like the the sight of things. So this yeah. year I hope I can harvest properly. <laughs> Obviously, with all your tips uh, that that help, uh, I got uh, great tips from Will. Um, good, good. So, so uh, I hope I can manage to. Uh, and get somebody some tells harvest. me you, you've also been brewing um, some porters, and you've won some. Uh, well, got did very well at the national homebrewing competitions. As yes, well. yes, yes. I, I got tenth actually uh, with very my uh, with the Baltic porter. Uh, I love porters. And um, so the Baltic Porter is a little bit stronger um, yeah. and uh, they appreciate it a lot. The, the main comment was, uh, thank you for sending in the beer. I really love the taste, <laughs> the taste of it. And uh, so it was the first time actually I entered uh, a national competition. So we have two here, two national competitions. This was the smaller of the two. So there were, uh, I think, around 540 brewers participating. Uh, because the national one uh, didn't uh, didn't go through because of uh, of the COVID situation, but this one did. It was just after summer, um, so I was quite happy with you know as a first timer. That's uh, very good. Already reached the tenth uh, position. <laughs> which, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very very nice. Very nice. And the beer is 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 lovely. It's almost finished actually. I only have two bottles left. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't really share it with anybody because, you know. Too good uh, to share. You cannot. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I, I love sharing beer, actually, and, and, and beverage that you make yourself. Because, honestly, uh, if you brew yourself, you, you always think, oh, this is very good. But it's always better to have somebody else's opinion <laughs> because they will say, oh, it's not that good. Yeah. And which piece did you use, Gina? For the for the porter SO4. SO4, yeah. Yeah. And that works yeah, well in the yeah, porter, yeah? yeah. Works great in the porter, yeah. You have uh, it settles uh, really fast. Um, because in a I think a porter it should be dark, but it also should be bright. Yeah. It should be uh, clear, no, no haziness. 
and SO4 works like a, like a rock star in a, for a Baltic portrait. It brings in a little bit of, uh, of fruitiness, but not too much. So it's not overwhelming uh, the multi-character that you need in a, in a, in a porter. So it's, it was a lovely beer. It's, uh, I, need, I need to make some tweaks, obviously, to reach a higher position, uh, which I will do, um, uh, you know, maybe for the next uh, competition. So far, no, there are no competitions uh, scheduled uh, for the homebrewers, uh, at least. Yeah. For yeah. craft brewers, there are some scheduled now. Um, yeah. But I'm not I'm sure, sure there will be more as we go forward and gradually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, good. Yeah. And and so that's that's what you've been doing at home. So it sounds like you've been keeping busy. You've got plenty yes. going on there. Um, yeah, yeah, but, very much. But, but what about at Fermentis? Have you had any new products coming through there from Fermentis? Yeah, yeah. So in in uh, uh, I think late uh, 2019, early 2020, we came um, with uh, a new yeast for kettle souring, the LB1. Which is uh, uh, we already had the LP six five two, which is homo fermentative, and the the LB one is hetero fermentative. So it 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 produces uh, next to lactic acid, also some acetate and also some ethanol. Uh, so it 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 uh, it's a bit more close to uh, to more classic uh, sour, I would say. Um, I didn't test it yet, so uh, I I have to do trust you know our R and D team. Um, so that's new. Uh, obviously, we launched uh, the Spring Firm NEB3 to produce seltzer. Uh, this 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 product uh, really is is fantastic because it's 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 really uh, uh, made to, to 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 do an optimal fermentation. So it's if you add you know a yeast because you have to still have to add a yeast. So it's 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 like a mineral uh, yeast nutrient uh, um, product. Mm -hmm. And if you add a yeast, so we have uh, we, we we did tests with some cider yeast, some wine yeast, some um, brewing yeasts. So we have already quite uh, quite a lot of data. Which ones are are the best? Uh, we even tried cider yeast, and um, so you can make you know within like three four days a very high ABV uh, neutral drink uh, with this product, just based on sugar. So it's uh, it's uh, it's it's something new. Uh, personally, I'm I'm not a big fan of of seltzer, um, but a lot of people are. Uh, yeah, yeah. And probably, maybe uh, it, it it's it's been the weather because now if the sun starts shining, maybe I, I like it uh, a little bit better. Just this this uh, it's like sparkling water with a twist, I would say. And yeah, um, this yeah. this this product is really doing uh, doing well. We have a lot of uh, customers already uh, using it, um, so we are also optimizing dosing and uh, you know on on the fly just from uh, from market return. And now uh, we have like if you add uh, 15 gram per hectoliter per degree Plato, uh, it will work like a, like a rock star. And I think a lot of People that you know that, that are into fermentation and also follow-up fermentation will be amazed by this tremendous speed. Um, uh, we we did fermentation that were done in two days, completely wow. out fermented and neutral, which is quite impressive. Uh, Very, you yeah. know, no, normally you have to wait at least a week or one and a half week, you know, for your beer to complete. But <laughs> there are other ways. 
and uh, so you know also in terms of experimenting it's uh, you know what happens if you add this to beer to words uh, you I, there are many many you know yeah. applications that still need to be explored um, just to optimize fermentation so that's uh, that's quite uh, quite interesting then we have uh, as, as I already mentioned uh, the four new cider yeast that uh, that were put on the market um, I think for the next harvest so it will be after summer uh, when the apples are okay. ready. I'm now preparing actually a new series of webinars. So I did also webinars with uh, with you guys, with Charlie. Uh, I'm obviously also including uh, uh, including the cideries because uh, I think there's massive potential for cider in uh, in the UK. Uh, a lot of people drink cider in in the UK, and also as I mentioned, you know, in combination with hopping cider. It's, uh, you know, or, or giving it another twist with another fruit. There's, there are many, many opportunities um, to come up with, uh, with, with an interesting product that are easy to combine, you know, as a brewer with, with the stuff that you normally do. It's, yeah. uh, I, I make these myself based on, uh, on apple concentrate. Uh, you, can, you can get it easily. I think you, we, you, they can even get it with you. Yeah, we so it's, apple it's, concentrate as well, yeah. Yeah. So it's very easy to, to get to. You just put it in the kettle and you start uh, and you're done. So no, you know, no brewing work required. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's finished quite fast. And um, so you can add, you know, a completely new product line uh, uh, to your portfolio uh, quite fast. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, with the outdoor hospitality at, in the UK already opening up, Tap rooms will be open. Everybody outdoors, you know. And when, in, in a few weeks, when the sun is there, I think uh, people will uh, are ready to 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 taste the new, you know, new things that uh, that have been uh, worked on in in the lockdown. Yeah. Because I'm, uh, I'm I'm very very sure. Uh, I, I've I've been in contact with many brewers from from the UK also. Who have been experimenting like crazy so next time i visit you i expect at least that i can have a, a belgian style triple or a belgian style blonde you know the ones that i like <laughs> i also like cask beer but not that much i, I i've i've been brought up and, and grown up with with triples and blondes um, so now i expect they will be you know wildly available <laughs> also in the uk sometimes i like a, a good cask beer is is is, is excellent it uh, can be great. Um, I always hope there's a bit of foam on it, you know? yeah. <laughs> but, but <laughs> that's uh, sometimes a bit hard. Uh, uh, it's it's also you know along with the style, but it's it's very nice because it's part of your culture, and uh, that's what also you know makes it enjoyable to to drink. You know when I'm yeah. there. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's uh, it's been nice getting back to cast the last few days. Yeah. This is yeah. being recorded just after the. Uh, uh, the pub the pub gardens have opened, so I'm not quite sure when we're we're, we're going out. But um, uh, pub gardens are just open, so it's been uh, probably about four months now since I've had a pint of cask yeah. beer. So getting back out last night and going having some cask beer was uh, delicious. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also look really forward to. I, actually, I don't mind drinking anything. Just going out would already be <laughs> lovely. Yeah. Seeing some other people. Um, um, I mean, I love my family, but it's uh, it's, it's uh, you know yeah. sometimes you're ready to, to to meet some other people also. Yeah, it's, it's nice uh, to see it's, another part of life, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've 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 covered a lot of things there, Gino, uh, and I'm sure there's lots of people got lots of ideas. 
for new experiments to do. I think you're right, people have been experimenting a lot over the lockdown period and there will be a lot of new beers that will be coming out. It's quite interesting, we, we found a lot of people were sticking to traditional recipes that they'd been brewing for a while and going back to those when it really clamped down early in early uh, uh, COVID period. But then as things have gone on, people have experimented a little bit more and, and tried a few more things and perhaps put a new, yeah. few, few more beer recipes in. Um, so it'll certainly be interesting to see how the market expands from here. And yeah. uh, we're, we're hoping that we will see some of those uh, Belgian beers here as well and we can go and enjoy them next time that you're, you're over. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I really appreciate, uh, appreciate you joining us today. It's been great fun catching up and uh, for, for, um, for coming and sharing your experiences with us. It's been uh, really good. And uh, for those of you who have listened to this, hopefully you'll join us again for the next um, BRR, Brewery Resource Roadshow uh, event and catch up. Normally we have these uh, in person and we can come and see Gina or he can come and see us and uh, share with us his, uh, his information. Um, but of course, online, it, it's very helpful at this time. But uh, we're looking forward to getting back to those days where we can see each other face to face as well. So please look out for other um, um, uh, presentations in the uh, in the series and say thanks, Gino, for joining us again. Really appreciate your time. And we'll see You're you welcome. again soon. Yes. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot.